This is a podcast from SPH Radio. The sand fund began with their first rescue, sand, a cat with a severe maggot infestation in his right eye. Since then, they've grown from strength to strength to advance the welfare of our community cats in Singapore. And today we chat with Jasmine Fu, a volunteer there who was instrumental in the rehabilitation of their namesake. And as it turns out, Jasmine didn't start out as a cat lover. Thanks for joining us today, Jasmine. Hi, thanks, Harry. So talk to us about the Sand Fund. What is it about Sand's story that spoke to you? Mm, is it because okay. he was so poetic or...? Oh yes, he was very, very mm. poetic. So how I come across the Sand Fund was I was browsing Facebook and then I saw a post about this cat with a, a very severely infected face. So I went in to see what was it all about. And then that was how I came across Sand Fund. So I actually did not pay much attention to it at the first time until I kept seeing all over the place. After some time, I sent a message to the Sand Fund and spoke to them and see what can I do to help. And then I found out that they are actually having volunteers in to join them. That's how I got in there. Have you always loved cats? Actually, no. Since <clears throat> young, I had been always a dog person. And I'm a little bit scared of cats because of their mm. claws. And they can look aggressive. So, uh, I like to was... call it their bochup face. <laughs> so people think they're not affectionate, they're haughty, because they're so independent too. Oh yeah. Some people don't like that about them, but it's not mm. that they're not affectionate, right? Uh, it's, not, it's just that they speak a different love language. <laughs> so you were always a dog person, what changed your mind? Okay, so my cat, so how I came about having a cat myself was that this year I have been thinking about getting a pet for myself. I was thinking either a bunny, cat or dog. So I don't really have a specific pet that I want in mind. I went to the SPCA to take a look. And then my first option was to go check out the dogs. And then I found out that at that point of time, they did not have any HDB approved breed. So I just went to see the cats. So I tried interacting with them because I was allowed to spend some one-to-one -one time with each cat. And then my current cat was actually not my first choice to interact with. Oh, Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, okay, uh, never mind. Then, then. Yeah, because she was one of the smallest cat. And I have zero experience with cats. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so scared that I might she's break small. it. She's small because she's a kitten or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so uh, she's like one of the smallest over there. And uh, she was born with a deformed, an eye deformed. So I was really scared. Uh, like I wasn't sure how to take care of her uh, with my zero cat experience. Uh, but after that, I decided to interact with her because everything had failed with the other cats that I was interacting with. They didn't care about me and there was just no sparks going on. Yeah, some people feel that the cat will choose you. Yeah, so mm. I... Yes, yeah. the pet get to choose its mm. owner too. So she was very clingy and cuddlish towards me. After that, I found out that she is that way to everyone. Oh, then you didn't feel special? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just the only cat that I 
uh, could connect with. And another reason was because personally, I myself, I am going through a difficult patch right now mm. um, with depression and anxiety going on. And uh, this is one of the reasons that got me into wanting to have a pet, like right. consider to have a pet. And seeing my cat's condition, it made me think that I want to give her a home and be accepted because I, I could relate to her in that way. Um, because of the condition, the situations we are in, and we might not be accepted by people. Yes, with mm. what I was going through at that time and now. Yeah. Okay, explain the name to us. Meow, uh, tia, meow, meow. <laughs> uh, yeah. I understand. Okay, this is a personal <laughs> thing. I don't want to name my fur babies human names. <laughs> So, for example, my bunny is Digger, just because she likes to, right? Dig, 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 dig. dig. So, yeah, it's not very original, but, you know. Then my cat's name is Tyrant because she's so demanding. So, but I hesitate, but that's a personal thing to name things like, oh, um, Jennifer or, uh, yeah. So, I've also noticed that some people, too, like to name their fur babies strange things like... uh, white truffle french fry or something <laughs> so explain meow tia meow meow to us jasmine okay so at first this wasn't her name her name was something else and by default i just kept calling her meow meow like meow meow come and eat so uh, i was thinking like oh my god i'm just gonna call her meow meow <laughs> yeah why not it fits right yeah <laughs> yes and um name her a chinese name because me myself, I'm a very like Chinese. Um, oh, you feel more comfortable with Mandarin. Yes. Mm. So I decided. Okay, she. Uh, my cat is gonna have a Chinese name. Actually, my initially my family wasn't very cat oriented too. So they're more like dog people. So I was thinking that she shall take over my name. So Jia is actually part of my name. Mm. So that's how her name came about. Jia Miao Miao. That's very good. There's yeah. a lot of thought that has gone into it. <laughs> yes. And then I was thinking, okay, Miao Miao might be too Chinese. And then um, some people might not get it or, or what. <laughs> But at least so, the term meow is quite universal, <laughs> right? Everyone understands. Unless, yeah. Although I have known of people who've named their dogs meow. Oh! And the other way around too. So they named the cat wolf. Uh, okay. Yeah. So talk to us about how volunteering has helped you. What's the best part about being involved in animal rescue and animal welfare? This year is actually a gap year for myself for uh, my recovery. Mm. So I was thinking, okay, since work is not going to be the priority that I'm going to focus on, I like to do something that reach out to other people. Initially, I was thinking about reaching out to people, and then I came across Zenfun. I was like, oh, maybe this year is an animal year. I shall help animals. Let's give it a shot and see how things turns out. So I joined the Zenfun. Sand is actually the first cat that fostered. My journey with Sand uh, as his foster parent was also very personal. And coincidentally, Sand and Miao Miao, they both had an eye condition. By reaching out 
and helping the cats. I feel that I found a sense of purpose for my life because. And it all feels a bit fate bringing it all together, right? Yes, that、mm. too. By reaching out to the animals, I do found a sense of purpose and、uh, value in my life because at that point of time, I was in a very bad state that I had been feeling in many aspects of my life, and there were so little things that I can actually do and be productive and to contribute to society or people and my life on a personal level. But looking at how the Cats recover along the way. Also,、uh, it made me feel very. Probably, I related it to myself too. Like seeing that recovery is something possible, and to be able to love and care for the animals, I think this is what this world needs. And I like to make the anim- the cats feel accepted and loved, and they are not any different. Because of their breeds or because of their injuries. So a lot of the times when we talk to volunteers, right, they'll say, "Look, you just have to do it. Can't keep making excuses. If this is something you want to do, you just have to do it. Right?、Mm. Manage your time properly, etc." So how have you been doing it, Jasmine? So for people who are considering to volunteer at Any anywhere, any organization. I think it's good to find out about to to have like a a, a brief chat, an idea of the type of work that is done behind the scenes, behind the social media. What is the real work involved, and see if it's something that you are able to add on to what is. Going on with your daily life because even though like volunteer work is not like a paid job or anything, but there are responsibilities involved, and some of the volunteer work can be really time pressing. For example, for animal rescue, so when we get a very severe case, when a cat is very severely injured, we try to reach out as soon as possible and. Sometimes it's also because the the cat might run away, or we might not be able to track the cat anymore if it gets delayed for too long. It would be helpful for you to find out what you're getting yourself into before、uh, joining anything. What about the best part、yeah. about volunteering? What might that be for you? For me, the best take back from volunteering, helping the cats was to see them getting better and eventually finding a home. Because they are stray cats, they are loved dearly by communities. They do have feeders. Most of the cats that we rescue are very severely injured. Like we could see the flesh to the bones、mm. and things like that. So to see them be in good shape again and having a permanent home, it's I I feel very happy for them. Like they are loved and accepted、mm. by the new family. Which is the worst part, though? Okay, so for me, I think there was a time I had to give my bunny when she was ill injections. I cried and cried. I couldn't do it. Oh, that's really tough. Looking and doing is yes, and then yeah. So I just got the vet nurse to come over to the house to do it for me because I just could not do it. I don't think I can do it. But it's like my family、yeah. says: you can't cry. There's a job to be done. Do the job. At that point, the situation requires you to help the poor cat, right? On the rescue side, is I'm actually 
okay like i did not have i don't find it difficult like you will not know what are we gonna receive for the day suddenly it's, it's like in the morning you wake up and then when you look at your emails or text and then you see a very raw picture of a cat it's, it's like a surprise but on a personal level how i feel is that the cat is injured if we can we help them it's just a very linear thought like this why complicate things with emotions and whatnot <laughs> right yeah they are the priority they are the one in distress our job is to help them that's it i think that the difficult part for me is actually when we need to turn down cases when people reach out to us the situation is really bad because we we function by we operate by donations so and there are times that due to resources constraint uh, right mm. yes we are unable to and it is so heartbreaking it's so sad to tell the reply saying that sorry we can't and the cat is in such a bad state i think that's the most difficult part for me other cases you remember the most so the cat that I have the most impression would be sand. I think many people or mm. almost everyone could relate <laughs> because it's like the sand fun. It's him. Uh, so for me, it was because uh, I fostered him. And before I joined the sand fun, I actually wrote in to ask if I could foster him. That was before I spoke to my family and before joining the sand fun. So I went behind my family's back and trying to adopt to foster a cat. Yeah. I have found this to be a very common story. The going behind <laughs> the family's back, you know? <laughs> Just yeah. get first, talk later, right? Yes, but have to really understand um, your family well. Because after all, it will be a responsibility once you have the cat. I, I know that some families can be like, you know, just settle with the situation along the way. And some can be really insistent about the pet needing to leave the family. And that's where sometimes these are the reasons why pets are abandoned and causing uh, more and more strays, cats and dogs. Mm. So it's something to really think about it. So talk to us more about Sand. You said you had uh, fostered him for a while. So uh, at that time, Sand was in good condition, but we have yet to find him a home. So I was thinking, okay, I shall foster him since I missed out my chance the last time. And now my family is okay with cats. They all love meow meow. So I was like, uh, <laughs> I, I did speak to them this time around. I tried to do things the right way. I was asking like, hey, how about um, I foster a cat? Like, just a while. So my family was like, okay, sure, fine. Yeah, I still didn't do it. Tyrant needed a home because my workplace moved locations and there were some 10 over community cats at the old location. So I just took one and, uh, okay, here's Tyrant. <laughs> She's here to stay. Who, who cares what you people think? <laughs> they say the pet is like the owner, so... Oh, of course. She's the master <laughs> and we are her slaves. You understand oh, that, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> yes, for cats, that's how it works. Yes, so I had sent for a while to look after him after his long process of surgeries and recuperation. Yeah, another challenge is that the both of them couldn't get along at home. 
So they oh. were hissing at each other. And yeah, that's challenging. Mm. Something has to be done because it was affecting my sleep very badly. So uh, maybe there's something that volunteers in any nature of work, something to think about is that we need to balance and care for the self and the work that we are doing. At that point of time, I was in distress, my turn to be in distress. Mm, <laughs> so because I, you can't I, I, help anybody if you are not yes. in a good place. Yeah. So I need to make a, a call to resolve the situation. So what, what I did was, it wasn't the right move to like abandon Sen or he needs a place. And me as his foster parent at the time, I am responsible for him. And this is the responsible that I am going to stick by with. So I brought my cat to my mom's place for a staycation. And because my mom, my family loves Meow Meow now, they love cats. Uh, so Meow had a good time at, at her staycation and while I was... Holiday camp. <laughs> yes, a holiday camp. Things actually worked out great for me, like I was able to manage them. Like thankfully with the support from my family. Well, I've had such a great time chatting with you, Jasmine. Thank you so much for telling us the story of Sand and how he's doing. <laughs> Thank you for having me over. Thanks. This podcast has fur and other coverings. Is a production of SPH Radio. It's hosted and produced by Howie Lim from Money FM 89.3. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Podcast, and streaming on Google Home.